Is Derek Mason leaving Oklahoma State University? And is Eric Daly Jr. the one who slides Mike Boynton's number nine class into Oklahoma State history? You are locked on Oklahoma State, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, y'all, and hello, all. Welcome back to Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily stop for all things cowboy and cowgirl related. My name is Cody Stowell. I want to thank you kindly for stopping by and making this your first listen here on Locked On Oklahoma State. You can find me at Twitter at Aldeo State. We're available on every single podcasting platform as well as YouTube. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Eric Daly Jr., the second rated commit to not have a, a destination in, in mind yet. And he was choosing between Oklahoma State University, Memphis with uh, Penny Hardaway, and the NBA. And a lot of prognostications had him going to the NBA, although there was some crystal ball stuff from 247, and they did predict him going to Oklahoma State, so, so hats off to 247 on that one. It's a big get. It's a very, very, very big get. That bumps us up to number nine in America for this recruiting class. And we have multiple four stars. And we have uh, somebody like Justin McBride, who used to be a five star, went to Oak Hill Academy. Um, it just didn't quite go right. Had some injuries, put on some weight, uh, went back to Texas and, and, and kind of refined his game. And he played with Eric Daly Jr.'s cousin at Plano High School. So there is some family connections here, right? Eric Daly Jr. has talked about he does have a relationship with Justin McBride. He also has a relationship with Brandon Garrison, another four-star get uh, from Oklahoma that was a a very sought-after prospect. So we have been leaning for years and years and years on guard play for the most part, right? We're We're not really known for our big men play, per se. With Musa Cisse and Caleb Boone, uh, that, that seems to have shifted a little bit, right? Because when you look at an Eric Daly Jr., and guys, we talk about film all the time. Sometimes film is important just to get um, a, a decent analysis on, on what we have coming in, right? Sometimes film is just fun to watch, right? It's just super entertaining. Eric Daly Jr. is one of those guys that if you watch the film, you will be entertained. And then you run in this rabbit hole of watching all of his highlights all the way back to eighth grade. It's a thing. Because he's that good. And guys, okay, so let's look at this. Everybody in their mom knows what Oak Hill, or not Oak Hill, but IMG Academy is, right? And IMG Academy is, it's very, very expensive. So if you're going to send your kid to IMG Academy, you have to know that this kid has the potential to, to be a D1 and possibly beyond type of type of athlete. And this young man spent five years at IMG Academy. He spent four years in the prep program and then uh, an additional year in their, their pro- NBA prospect type of program. And he chose Oklahoma State University because of relationships, because of Mike Boynton. So even though this basketball season isn't, uh, isn't looking super, super hot, I think obviously you know, we're going to be geared up to be excited for next season. And basketball is different. Somebody mentioned this in a Twitter space the other day. Basketball is a little bit different, right? Basketball is a sport that freshmen often do have the ability to come in and help immediately. 
Right. We, we, we saw this, this picture play out when we had Kate Cunningham and, and, and all of those, those athletic dudes with him because we had a bunch of athletes, but Cade was just that guy. So you knew who was taking the shot. And it was one of those things. He was so good. Everybody else knew who was taking the last shot too, but a decent amount of time you, you couldn't stop it. And I think, I think that's something that we're going to have the ability to see here because Eric Daly Jr. is smooth, guys. He's a smooth operator. Classified as a power forward, but he moves like a guard, right? He's a sneaky lefty. And, and he's got a, not an odd release, but he kind of like almost cups the ball uh, with his left hand while he's shooting. I don't know if that's by design or if that's just something that came naturally uh, to him. But it makes it very difficult to block his shot. You don't see dudes blocking his shot very often because of his release. His step back game is crazy. Guys, he can go from left to right, stop, and then shoot a fadeaway jumper, kind of twisting his body and then with his left hand. Right again, just watch the film. The things he can do, he can contort his body midair and change his shot at the same time. Right, people always talk about how, how Michael Jordan would literally hang in the air. Well, now we know due to things like um, gravity, that's not exactly accurate. You can't you can't suspend time and space and gravity. You can you can give the illusion of uh, based off of your, your vertical and your, your jumping capabilities. It's deception, and this guy does that at six nine. Brendan Garrison is somebody that is going to be, I, I think, fairly comparable to a Caleb Boone. Uh, I really do. So 6'9", you know, um, I think 247 has him classified at 205. I've heard that he is significantly heavier than that. So I think it's safe to say we could be in the 215-ish range. Um, and then Justin McBride. Justin McBride, again, he, he was a guy who was a five-star, right? Went to Oak Hill Academy. Uh, another one of those academies similar to uh, IMG. And their emphasis obviously is going to be on development. But the way that they, they they pay their coaches, the development typically is a little bit better. Well, actually not a little bit better. Quite a bit better than any of your public schools, right? These guys go to these academies to travel the country and play other five-star and four-star dudes, right? That, that That's what it's for. That's what they're, that's what they're doing. And... He went to Oak Hill Academy, right? Dealt with some injuries, put on some weight, couldn't exactly get back on track, came back to Texas, went to Plano High, and he's been able to flourish and bring himself back up into that, that four-star or five-star type of conversation. At 6'7", 215, right? This is another guy, this is another git that has a significant amount of size. And then you have Jamron Keller. Jamron Keller, uh, I think 247 has him listed as a three-star. But there are publications or is a publication that has him listed as a four-star. So I guess technically you could throw him into the mix as another four-star that we're getting. But even if you don't necessarily look at it like that, at you know 6'1", 6'2", darn near 200 pounds, the Byron Eaton, uh, Isaac Likely comparisons are legit. He does have a little bit better of a stroke and a shot than um, an ice likely. So he's going to bring a lot of athleticism, a lot of handles, a lot of abilities, and, you know, the, the, the toughness, right? The, be, the, the ability to drive in the lane and be able to dish it out while also uh, running into people like a linebacker, as we did see with ice likely, uh, that's going to be Jamron Keller. And the ceiling for him is pretty daggone high. You know what I mean? 
And being from uh, Colleen, Texas, we get Justin McBride from Plano, Texas. We got uh, Brennan Garrison from Dell City, Oklahoma, who is a, a Cowboy fan who's been committed for a long time. Uh, he loves everything about it, and, and he wants to be a Cowboy. And then again, we, we circle back around uh, to Eric Daly at 6'7", 215, 220, moves like a guard, shoots like a guard, can dribble. His spin move is impressive. He can set people up for the spin move, right? Uh, he'll, he'll be going baseline, right side, and then he'll just stop on a dime. As soon as the double team comes, he'll spin out of it, back into the paint, and you can't stop it. And then you have Connor Dow. Connor Dow is somebody who, who um, you know, I, I think kind of gets lost in the shuffle because of his three-star rating. Um, but again, this kid's 6'6", 180, 185. And he's got a, he can shoot. He's got the green line of Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, to shoot from literally almost anywhere. If he wants to pop lock and shoot it from darn near half court, he's got the stroke to do it. So what have we been missing, right? Athleticism has not been an issue. Shooting has been a problem. Justin McBride's a shooter. Eric Daly's not only a shooter, but he's a shooter that can create for himself, uh, kind of like Justin McBride. Justin McBride might be the sleeper in, in, in this class. I know if he's a four-star and he's a, a, you know sniffing the top 100 in the country, you know it, it wouldn't necessarily be considered a steal. Um, but if you go back, right, and you look at all of his his highlights, he deserves to be a five-star, right? We lucked out, right? Let's be honest. Right? He was still sought after by you know darn near everybody you can physically possibly think of. Because of that that history, because of him going to Oak Hill Academy, because of his size, you know, you're going to have your uh, schools like Arkansas and Arizona State and, and K-State uh, all over. And speaking of K-State, are they not the hottest team in the Big 12 at this very moment? And we should have beat them. I, mean, I know this is getting tiresome talking about we should have, we should have, we should have, we should have, we could have, we would have, we should have. But we're going to have some dudes coming back too. We're going to have some guys that are coming back uh, that are going to be veterans now, right? And then Keon Williams, getting a lot of experience this season. The only freshman in the class this last season due to some scholarship constraints. Uh, but, you know, he does get PT, and it's valuable playing time. It's playing time that's going to suit him very well moving forward. Yeah, next season is a make or break for Mike Boynton, right? I, I don't think that's a secret. Um, if it is, sorry to break the news to you. Uh, the, the other thing that uh, we got to discuss right now, guys, is you know my favorite sponsor always has been uh, and always might be Bill Bar. But betonline.net is your number one source for sports betting, news, stats, and analysis. Uh, to get the latest odds and trends for every professional amateur league out there, from pro football, college football, basketball, all the World Cup stuff, they got you covered. If you love sports podcasts, got you covered there as well. We are always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today and use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline.net. This is where the game starts. And here at Lachlan, Oklahoma State, we're simply here to point you in the right direction. Yeah, so you know, the issues we've had with basketball this year are already a little bit better. You right. This is like icing on a jacked up cake. But if we're again, if we're going to dive into potential, this kid is a one and done. Eric Daly Jr. is a one and done. Again, matter of fact, a lot of people had him going straight to the pros. And to be honest with you, I kind of thought so as well. Because of him, the, the way he went from his four years at IMG Academy, and then he could have gone anywhere. 
right? And then they decided to come back to do their, their prospect camp. That tells you all of the signs indicate he was pretty dead set on NBA, right? That's why he came back to IMG Academy for a fifth season uh, to, to go to the NBA route. So getting him is massive. This may be the biggest uh, recruiting coup in Mike Boynton's era. I know Kate Cunningham is the guy. He was the number one player in the country, number one overall draft pick, and he's doing very, very well. The Detroit Pistons, right? He's doing everything that they were asking of him to do and more. And this is another one of those. And then you, you couple, again, Keon Williams with him and Justin McBride with him. And Brendan Garrison is going to have the d- development. And his game is not only sneaky, but I'm, I'm hearing that he can put on some more size. Uh, and Tyreek Smith. Tyreek Smith has, has carved out a beautiful niche for himself. He has an additional season that he could come back for. I really, really, really hope he does. Caleb Boone obviously is gone. I think Avery can come back for another season, but after the season he's having, I don't know that that's massively beneficial to him or us. I mean, I'd love to have him back, right? But he just the freshman year Avery Anderson and the right now Avery Anderson aren't too different, right? We remember as a freshman, we knew he had a, a boatload of talent, but he was always doing everything so fast. The, the turnovers were an issue. The fouls were an issue because he just he, he didn't settle anything down. He tried to do too much all the time. And if you've watched a couple of the games this season, you see some of that. Right. And then when we run plays out of timeout, sometimes they're just very, very elementary. Sometimes it's just an ISO with, with one guy taking a shot. Sometimes it's Avery. Sometimes it's Bryce. But sometimes I wonder why we're not very creative, right? We set ourselves up to be a team that is reliant on a superstar, right? We have seen in the last couple of games what happens when we don't have Musa Cisse in the lineup. But I will say, Caleb Boone has been a dog. Caleb Boone has looked very, very good the last couple of games. So maybe this is, again, this is us catching a little bit of wind in the sail. If we can get Caleb Boone and Musa Cisse on the floor together doing what Caleb's been doing the last couple games, we're going to make a run here, right? And and we've been talking about this all season. You guys know preseason, I was putting out stuff about how the twin towers of Caleb Boone and Musa Cisse are going to lead us uh, to the front half of the Big 12. And the, the, the issue seems to be we can't get them on the floor at the same time together to have that level of production. When one of them is on the floor, singularly they produce, but when they're together, it's just not the same. And I don't get it. I do not understand it. You know, we've talked previously about how who's coaching the big men this season. I don't know, but I do know last year that was Mike Boynton's role. Mike Boynton took over the big man job and he talked about it in interviews and how he liked it because it was different. He'd never done it before. And he's learning some stuff on the fly. Maybe that's still the case. And if that's still the case, we love you, Mike Boynton, but maybe coaching big dudes ain't your strong suit. But maybe you're getting better at it. I don't know. We would like to see them work together because the possibilities are endless. And just like you know, we talked on the space uh, yesterday as well, we have this, this thing where we use our big men. It's very, very common. We use our big men at the top of the key, set a screen, you know, and then it's kind of a, a pick and roll opportunity. But whenever our big man rolls off of that pick, for a good six feet, whether it's Tyreek Smith or Caleb Boone or Moose as he say, they are open, 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 open. How we how we don't see that, I don't know. Um, maybe there's something constructive in there that I'm not seeing, which is possible. 
It is what it is. But now we, we, we get to add excitement, right? The excitement for this coming season should be pretty, pretty massive now. And yes, the expectation will be to not only make it to, to the NCAA tournament, but to make a little bit of a run. Because I think without question, there's a lot of coaches on campus at this very moment that next season should be coaching for their jobs. I mean, we gotta we gotta make sure that we hold the standard of accountability all the way around. We do get accountability in, in a lot of sports. We do get realistic information from the coaches and the players in other sports that not named football. Now, granted, when we have players on the show, we get we get a lot of insight, you know, which which is amazing. But speaking of football, right? Um You've, you've heard some, some rumblings going around today. And unfortunately, it appears as though those rumblings are accurate. Derek Mason uh, very well maybe stepping away from football this season. Now, here's the, the, the negative knee-jerk reaction is automatically going to be, oh, my gosh, he was the only coach on staff that did anything productive in 2022. If we lose him, this is going to be a shiznit show. That is that is a good um, assessment of the situation. But, but, here's the only but. It appears as though Derek Mason is not leaving for football reasons. He's not leaving for Oklahoma State reasons. I'm hearing he's leaving for personal reasons. Now, obviously, conversations and whatnot still need to be had. But that, I think, is different for the players, right? The players are insanely excited, especially on defense. Uh, for the 2020-2023 season. They are, they're bought in. They're bought into Derek Mason's system. They like Derek Mason. They they, they like each other. They're, they're, they know exactly what each other wants to do, needs to do. Their communication has grown and gotten better. But that's the thing. If it's true and Derek Mason isn't leaving for another job, if he's not leaving because of something involved with the locker room, if he's not leaving because of something involved with a coaching situation, then I don't think we're going to have a major concern at uh, losing players. And, and I think that really does shift the conversation at least a little bit. Because, yeah, you know, if, if he's leaving because there's problems, then I would expect players to leave behind him. If he's leaving because he's got something personal, he's got to get knocked out. That's not a football thing. It's not an O-State thing. It's not even a Gundy thing. I think the players will, will actually rally together even more. Because we, we, we have players that, again, are, are pretty comfortable with each other. They're very confident in their abilities. Coach Greg Richmond, you know, he, he's been here a, a hot minute, so he knows what to expect. Coach Dan Hammersmith's been here for a long time. He knows what to expect. Coach Joe Ball. Bob Clements has been here for quite some time. He knows exactly what to expect and how to convey it to, to the right people. So I, I think by and large, um, regardless of how it shakes out, if it is the personal issues, um, you know, we, we wish you well, sir. We, we hope you get it taken care of and we hope to see you down the line very quickly. Um, it is what it is. Sometimes this, this stuff happens. But as long as it's not a Oklahoma State issue, as long as it's not a Gundy issue, locker room issue, any of that, uh, I, I don't see I don't see any major issues coming. 
I mean, other than the, the season, obviously, you know, you're losing your, your coordinator and it was the coordinator, um, the only coordinator on the staff that really produced, right? The second half adjustments at Texas at Iowa, or against Iowa State, uh, Bevum, West Virginia, his second half adjustments in those games gave us the opportunity to win. Offensively, we, we just, we didn't show up. So, yeah, unfortunately, we are possibly going to have some coaching changes. And unfortunately, it ain't the ones that we know could be beneficial. Unfortunately, it's the one coach um, that that we uh, I think we, we all collectively would have voted to keep. But this stuff happens. So now we get to, you know, kind of see how the players rally together. Um, which is not going to be a problem, as you'll hear later on, uh, because you know we've got we've got more stuff lined up for the show. <clears throat> and for those of you who stayed to the end, so this show's a little bit late today. It's because I made a show earlier, and it's a little little too spicy to air right now. So I'm not going to delete it. I'm going to hold it. I'm going to hold on to it. There might come a day where this episode um, gets 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 put out to the masses, but the cancel culture police—they're cute and they're trying. Isn't it funny that our own fans try to get stuff shut down because they don't like something, because they're mad and weak, because facts come out that they don't like. You have a, a small contingent of these wannabe social media justice warriors. It ain't going to work because it's no longer about me. I've gotten so many messages from people who have tried to start Oklahoma State news, podcasts, shows, blogs, whatever. And they always seem to run into roadblocks. And it's always because of this little group of people that wants the narrative to be controlled. Now, ain't gonna work. <laughs> yeah, this is um, it's a different kind of rodeo you jumped in here. So enjoy the ride, because I know I will. I know collectively uh, we all will. I'm pretty sure that um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that 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 everything is continuing to grow as it needs to. And here's the beauty of it, guys. When people try to cancel something that adds value to people's lives, usually goes the other way. So, carry on. Keep it up. I don't mind. It is what it is. So that's all we got for this one, guys. Eric Daly Jr. could be the Kate Cunningham, Kate Cunningham reincarnation of what we need. This is the, the recipe that we needed to cook up in the kitchen. We got it. It's, it's loaded with all four-star dudes, except for Connor Dow. And Connor Dow's a 6'5", 6'6", 185 shooter from Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. He's been committed for a while. And he doesn't uh, he doesn't play for Academy. So, I mean, I think that that plays some some hand in it as well. But this is arguably the best class Mike Boynton's ever, ever pulled together. And it was a necessity. He knows that, you know, he's, he's damn near coaching for his job anymore. So it is what it is. We got this. Until the next one. I love you all. 
God bless. Go Pokes. I'll see you on the next one. Later, y'all.